Hey, this is Steve Cardenas, a.k.a. Rocky the Red Power Ranger, and you are watching Lost World of Movie Fun. Quiet on the set. Can we please have quiet on the set? Hello, my name's Ben Robbins and welcome to Lost World of Move Props. I'm here today with a real Power Ranger, Steve <laughs> Cardenas. Hey, how are you doing? Pretty good, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. So let's jump right into it. I okay. Wanna, I want to talk about the Red Ranger's wardrobe. How was it to wear uh, the Red Ranger's wardrobe? How did it feel? What was it like to move in? <laughs> Oh, um, do you, you mean like the suit the or like the regular clothes we the, wore? The, the morphing suit. That oh, we okay. Well, um, we had a few different ones. We had the uh, the ninja costume, yeah. which uh, was actually um, very comfortable, yeah. you know, very easy to move around and very lightweight. Um, they had the spandex, which also was very flexible and moved around and whatnot, yeah. but it wasn't very breathable. Mm. It was really hot. Um, and not only did we have to wear the spandex, but underneath it, we had to wear another layer of spandex. Because otherwise you would see everybody's <laughs> business, you know. Oh, yeah. So they had to like cover those bits up. So an extra layer of spandex. So it got really hot, especially in the summer in in California. Yeah. Um, we'd have to film some of those fight scenes out there, and it was pretty brutal. Um, and then there was the movie suit, which was essentially like, you know, all made of rubber. So yeah. it was about twenty, maybe like with twenty pounds, which is I don't know, like oh, ten. 10 kilos or yeah. something like that it was like 10 kilos so imagine just putting 10 kilos on you extra like a weighted jacket and then try to jump and flip and kick and yeah. everything and plus it didn't breathe at all either mm. so um but they look cool as hell though yeah <laughs> well, that brings my next question how was it to fight in one was the choreography and fighting in one was it were the movability quite good or did you find that when you tried to kick and punch you were quite restricted yeah. i mean you know the the rubber pieces that it was you know made out of were also kind of like layered on with this like spandex that was sort of a latex almost mm -hmm. and it was sort of like the same type of like material that the catwoman suit was from the yeah. first batman movie um so it was not um it was not easy to move around and it did not yeah. have a lot of give so um yeah it was th that one was probably even though it looked the coolest yeah. and it's still my favorite suit, it was not the one that was uh, very easy to move around in. Yeah. So another part of your wardrobe was the helmets. The helmets mm -hmm. are they're classic. Yeah. So um, obviously, when you watch the films and the shows, can you actually see out of them very well? Yeah. They it's like look... looking through sunglasses. Oh really? Mm -hmm. Oh excellent. Yeah. yeah. So the visor gives you really good visibility because it's close to the face, so mm -hmm. you get the whole view, you know. But what takes getting used to is you know, turning and twisting with that on your head, yeah. you know? Um, but a lot of times, fortunately for us, we didn't have to wear them very much. Um, there would be stunt guys that would be wearing when the helmets were on and the fight scenes were going with that. A lot of times it was the uh, stunt team or the uh, or the uh, choreographed fight team. Yeah. Um, and they would do that for a couple of reasons. One, just, you know, we, they can't take too many chances with us getting hurt, yeah. you know, because if we get hurt and it shuts production down, which can cost you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars per day, yeah, you know true, what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so they would have the stunt guys do it because if one of them get hurt, they just throw another person in the suit and yeah. keep going, you know, but that's what they're paid for. And the other side of that though, is that we could be filming something else at the same time. So they always yeah. had two units filming simultaneously. We'd be filming something in plain clothes while the, the fight team would be filming the other stuff yeah. and they would get the episodes and the movie cranked out faster that mm -hmm. way. Uh, another very classic part about Power Rangers, and you don't see it a lot nowadays, is CGI's taken over, mm -hmm. is pyrotechnics. Did you get to work around a lot of pyrotechnics at all? Yeah, I mean, we did do some of it, but, you know, 
Um, none of it was ever very close to us. Yeah. Um, whenever there was the pyrotechnics that exploded on the chest, that was, again, the, the stunt guys yeah. doing that. Um, if there was any pyrotechnics that, you know, exploded behind us, mm -hmm. it was shot from really far away, but it yeah. made it, it's made to look like it's really close. Mm -hmm. But everything about fight scenes and choreography and explosions and everything are all about camera angles. Yeah. So uh, most of it is actually relatively safe. Yeah, awesome. So another part with the pyros is being inside a Megazord because we see you yeah. inside a Megazord on set and you're getting thrown about. Like, how much fun yeah. was that just to jump on each that other? Was, that wasn't us. That, that was all Japanese footage. That was all the Japanese yeah, footage. Yeah. They, didn't, they didn't. They didn't need. We didn't need to recreate that because no. they already had the Japanese footage from the uh, Sentai series. Oh, okay. So that was all. We would just go in later and voice uh, in a ADR studio yeah. and do the voicing of that. So we didn't have to do that stuff. Um, you know, uh, any of the monster scenes or the Zord scenes were all Japanese footage. Yeah. So we never had to recreate that. Um, the only things that, that we would recreate sometimes was you know if the monster was like smaller and they yeah. were fighting us and they would recreate that in the park but um otherwise all of that stuff where the cities are getting destroyed and yeah. where the megazord bouncing around and stuff that was all um done all over the somewhere yeah that yeah. was all sentai yeah oh brilliant so um, another a very important part for power ranger is to have weapons so what was your favorite weapon you got to use as a power um, yeah i mean I, I you know i mean obviously the power sword is like you know um, probably the most famous one, most popular one, I guess. Um, but you know, Rocky actually never really used the sword that much. I, yeah. I think by that time they had run out of Japanese footage, yeah. and so everything they recreated was without the power sword. Mm -hmm. So, um, so he, he was using more blade blaster. Yeah. Um, and then that was that was pretty much. So Rocky yeah. actually didn't have a weapon like. Um, you know, uh, like Jason had. Yeah. But um, but the one thing that the movie did was they also had they had that scope that would put across Rocky's yeah. visor, um, which allowed him to kind of have night vision. So that mm. that one was pretty cool. So what would have been your absolute most favorite props to use out of all the Power Rangers episodes and the film that you really enjoyed using? <sighs> uh, I I mean I don't really know to be honest. I mean we did, we didn't really use like i said um we didn't use too many of those props and yeah. anything that was used a lot of times was the stunt guys doing that stuff yeah. uh, so don't want to say yeah. to disappoint you no, but no, no. you know um but i always thought the blade blaster was was the best because yeah. you know um i just loved how it could convert from a knife into a gun and you know awesome. shoot the lasers and stuff so it was pretty cool so was there any particular sets or wardrobes that you got to use that you you felt that didn't work for you that you just were really unhappy using and you wish you could have maybe done something else with or worked in a different area or well i mean as far as sets go i mean you know we always found a way to make things work um there wasn't really you know any sets that weren't conducive to whatever we needed to do for the most part um but sometimes the wardrobe stuff was was yeah. hard like for example in the movie um they had I, I, I and this is my fault because I chose my wardrobe. Like if they give us yeah. like an array of when we were like, you know, deciding, oh, what what do you what would you like to wear? Here's some choices for you. Yeah. And I picked like these Doc Martin boots <laughs> with like these baggy shorts and yeah. like a big plaid shirt, right? But I didn't think it through mm. that you know what I'm gonna have to be doing a lot of flips and kicks <laughs> in these combat boots. Yeah. And, and it is not, um, and they were really heavy, so. Uh, yeah, after hours of like doing fight scenes, you know, sometimes yeah. I mean, it would be like, you know, 
my knees and my legs were like super exhausted <laughs> as well the flips and kicking and stuff yeah. with those heavy shoes whereas all the other guys were smart they put on trainers or they had these little karate shoes you know yeah, <laughs> so, perfect. smart fellows and i was i don't know i don't know what i was thinking <laughs> so um you're... so yeah some some wardrobes uh were were uh, more difficult than others especially yeah. when it comes to like the suits and then of course you know some of our wardrobe choices but I mean, you, I mean, you're fully trained in martial arts. So how was the transition from fighting in a martial arts class to actually fighting on a scene and using the choreography? How did you mesh that together? Was it, was yeah. it an easy transfer? Or was it... Well, for, for me it was because the style of martial art that I did, um, you know, we always did a lot of tournament competitions. And these competitions... Um, you know, not only would we do like regular fighting competitions, like for points, like you would see in the Karate Kid or whatever, but they had another division called the Forms Division or Kata Division. Yeah. And essentially there would be three judges sitting at a table and they would watch you do these fight, choreographed fight scenes, you yeah. know, and some, a lot of times it would be two man. So we, I was already very trained in how to do like fight choreography and yeah. all that stuff like that because I had been training it my whole life. Yeah coming up because we would always use these do competitions so much like a dance routine they would show these like back and forth scenarios of how you can you know um you know do to display your self-defense techniques and yeah. then the judges would would judge you on it and based on um how well you did that would be determined whether or not you get a certain point point score and then the yeah. one with the highest point score you know um would, would, would be the winner so um so I, I had a lot of experience doing fight choreography stuff. So all yeah. of that was very second nature to me. Oh, excellent. Um, yeah. And as a matter of fact, they let me do a lot of my own fight choreography on set, like from day one. Yeah. Because I already had so much experience doing oh, that's it. Easy. Yeah. Brilliant. So yeah. I was very happy about that. Yeah. The fight scene days were my favorite days to work. The rest of the times <laughs> when you had to do real acting, yeah. that was what was hard for me. <laughs> So, um, what are you up to nowadays? Obviously, what have you got? Any projects you're working on? Are you, what are you doing uh, nowadays? Well, I mean, anything that I'm working on now, I certainly can't talk about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, um, I do little things here from time to time. You know, I did a movie like a, you know, about a year and a half ago. It's on Amazon now called yeah. Beast of the Water. Um, it's kind of like Predator. Yeah. You know, I play like in a corporate military umbrella corporation type oh, military yeah. guy who who's chasing this creature through the forest. Um. You know, we filmed that in Nashville a couple of years ago, um, and that's Amazon now. Um, let's see, uh, you know, little voiceover things here and there from time yeah. to time. And, you know, now I live here in the UK, and so when I'm not working, I tour yeah. around doing events sort of like this, where yeah. I go to comic book shops or comic cons when they're open. Obviously, with COVID right now, all the comic cons are yeah. shut down. So what we've done is we've done these types of events mm. where we'll do a controlled setting where we limit the amount of people that can come in yeah. and meet and greet. Um, but at least fans still get a chance to get yes. out and some of us and whatnot. So yeah, it's amazing what you guys are doing here today. Got smashed. Yeah, so. thanks, man. Yeah. So obviously, it's just a really quick interview today because we got people queuing. Yeah, today, yeah. No, I understand. No problem. I just want to say thank you so much for your time. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Cheers, man. That, thanks. Um, we'll do the Corona bump. Corona, corona bump. <laughs> And would you be able to give a quick down the lens and it's morphing time? Okay, yeah. It's morphing time! <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much. That's yeah. brilliant. Thank All you. right. Cool. Um, I'll keep the...